0: In the name of our team. Let's go. Welcome in to another episode of the MVP Fantasy Football and Sports Podcast. My name is Tyler Johnson and with me is allergy-filled Ryan Elke. He is <laughs> ready to Thanks. go. Just downloaded his next new game, his baseball franchise. If If Ryan wasn't the
1: park baseball.
0: a true fan of just simulator baseball, he just got the new thing. Tell, tell me a little bit about the game, Ryan. This game is made for me.
1: I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> oh my god! Um, like... I don't even think you play games in this game. It's just managing your team, and it's realistic as hell. So, anybody out there that loves or wants to be a GM someday, you know, it's my my dream. It's never gonna happen, but hey, I can dream. Um, this game lets me do that, so I'm, right. I'm excited. Good review. Good review. He's gonna start playing today. <laughs> I haven't I... played it yet, so I can't give the best review. But I'm all the reviews I've read. Yeah, are pretty damn
0: good. <laughs> I know that uh, I just came in uh, before we started this podcast. I was only able to mow the front, my front lawn just because of how tall my grass has gotten. I, I literally mowed it two weeks ago, and I'm like, okay, it looks good. It, it's rained pretty much the last two weeks. I'm cutting through literally the rainforest. I feel like I should have a machete in my hand just shk, 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 just going through my front lawn because my lawnmower I mean, would like, die. Shut down. Dude, I, I put I jacked the mower up to as high as it goes yep. and I'm like literally trimming the tips of the, <laughs> the grass. Oh, you will be back out there in two days. Oh my god. So yeah, it died I think still twice. So that's just saying how tall my grass was. And uh no, not fun. So what I was wondering, Ryan, <laughs> if you could get rid of one thing, you could lawnmower, if you could get rid of washing the dishes, or you could like get rid of on- doing the as laundry. A, as a as, an as owner a, maid. Of a house? yeah, let's say you have a maid okay. for one of these three. Which one would you pick? I already know what I would pick. Any yard work? Okay, you're getting rid <laughs> of the yard that? work.
1: I hate it. Okay, okay. I gotta, we got to get up on the on the roof of the garage and the house and clean out the gutters and all that. That's it's just not fun, man. And then I, I guess cutting the grass. It's just annoying as hell. Literally, you have to do it a couple times a week. And
0: yeah, and I'll probably thing,
1: go with that.
0: The only thing that's good about cutting the grass and a lot of these you can just toss in headphones and like just listen to music or podcasts. That's usually what I do. I think I would. I'd never want to do laundry. I know, like right now, uh, my nah. fiance she does laundry, and I don't even have to touch it already. So, and I know how bad it is. So I'm just glad that she does it on a whim, and I take care of like the dishes and mowing the lawn. Um, I'm okay with that because folding, folding's the worst. Putting away, putting away is the worst.
1: <laughs> See, I, I do the same thing as you, except uh, most of the time she'll she'll do the folding and putting away, but. Sometimes she'll bust out all, like, all the buckets of oh laundry God. on the weekend on a Saturday and like, all right, help me It's be like
0: a my, mountain. Damn it. Can't <laughs> even say no, you know? <laughs> you, want, you want me, I'm just going to run away. <laughs> no! <laughs> so, for this episode, we have a, uh, a great episode. It's going to be pretty short. Uh, this will be one of the shorter ones, only because we're doing our top 10 tight end rankings and then we also have a, a question and answer at the very end. So, just so everybody knows, we're going to have a short one. I wanted to kind of... Pull in what we say at the end of the episode till now. Uh, Make sure if you're listening on any sort of uh, iTunes, uh, you're on uh, YouTube, or you're just listening on on the uh, main website, just to go in, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, It's going to help us tremendously. Uh, We're just starting out. Anyone that's listening, uh, just make sure you go in there and you like it. Kind of share it, spread it. Uh, Make sure that people are listening in. We definitely want to be helping out as soon as fantasy football starts coming in. And then also if people have questions about just general sports questions that uh, we can answer or they kind of want someone to talk about um right now if you wanted to talk to me about Game of Thrones I would definitely have a heated conversation about how bad that show just turned into so
1: <laughs> you know I just thought oh I, yeah I have not seen the show but oh everyone my goodness that has talked about it absolutely hated it so not I, I've even been told I've been told hey Ryan I know you wanted to watch Game of Thrones, but literally don't if I could go back it. and not watch it, I would not watch it. At, like, I wouldn't have started the series. Like, that, that's how bad it was. Like, legit. That,
0: that's what I'm telling people. I'm like, don't waste your time anymore. You're going to love the first, like, Just a couple seasons. weeks ago,
1: everyone, it's the best show ever. You have it to is. see it. Yeah. Blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? I do want to see it. And now everyone's, I've had a couple people say, it's not even worth watching. <laughs> I'm
0: like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> You're seriously. telling me
1: they ruined the franchise of that, like, they in ruin, one season?
0: Yeah, it's like 8 to 10 years people have been watching and six episodes last season 8 literally just ruined how the could, entire thing for me. But
1: how could they the, the, I, and I, I I have no idea. I don't even know what happened. I mean, I had a they kind of gave me a brief summary of some simple stuff and yeah. I don't I can't really like ju- like make judgment cuz I don't know any of these people or what what's what, but I, by the sounds of it, how the hell could they How could they do that?
0: How could you screw up? It, it's it just yeah. bad writing. And and I heard
1: HBO offered them like double the amount of money they're getting paid right now to keep the series going. And they said, yeah. no. So th- I heard that of right there kind of like... showed like they really didn't care anymore. And I guess by this final season, how everyone's talking about it, maybe that's true.
0: Yeah. So I'll use the, um, the intro one more time. It's, it's, uh, an excellent intro for our episode for the last game of Thrones. that just happened to, uh, remind us of the good times of the show. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad it's done now in that I don't have to worry about being disappointed. So let's get into Minor Ryan's, uh, just the main part of the show. There was no new news that we really wanted to uh, touch on, nothing that was groundbreaking for fantasy. I got one,
1: actually, it's not not fantasy, you're right, yeah, nothing groundbreaking for fantasy-wise, but Gerald McCoy, the D-tackle from the Buccaneers, he was actually released, I think it was because of contract situations that he didn't want to i don't know if it was because of pay cut or he didn't want to agree with a new extension or what but he's he's literally a a dominant d tackle so um i i could see him he's gonna be coveted that's for sure
0: and i remember you were talking about uh um cooper amari cooper was oh yeah they had contract
1: like in talks about a new contract and i guess that that's stalled probably because he wants obviously top dollar
0: that, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And when and and when they got him
1: for like a more uh, one more year to like prove it to us, you know, and then we'll yeah. we'll do that. So well, I think that's are, what they're waiting for.
0: We already knew when they signed him too that they Cooper was going to want a uh, max deal, pretty much. Yeah, by the time he was coming top. up,
1: he's, he's going to definitely want top of the market.
0: Yeah. So moving into um, the very exciting tight end market, uh, top ten tight ends, it gets pretty wishy washy when you get to. Like I would say eight, even even before that, maybe like five on five to fifteen. It could be pretty much anybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. And
1: uh, except for my boy Hawkinson, he should. Yeah,
0: be there. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll touch on him at the end. Ryan's right? got some special right, love for. At the for end, Hawkinson. thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> the Yo, very no, end, he's, right He's number we one. End Don't worry. Show. What team's he on? Detroit. Okay, uh, put him at one. Put him at one. <laughs> Got a great quarterback throwing to him. No, no options for wide receiver okay. there. Okay. He's, He's a just... good
1: quarterback, man. Don't dog my boy Matt.
0: <laughs> the Matty Ice. So the number one, Travis Kelsey. Of course, Kelsey's gonna be number one. Even losing Tyree Kill, projected to lose Tyree Kill. I don't see Travis Kelsey going anywhere except number one. Uh probably for the next few seasons. There's there's yeah. no tight end that's ever gonna pass him. And Zach Ertz is good. He's going to be a, a great tight end for fantasy, but he can't catch up to uh, the amount of air yards and the uh, targets Kelsey's getting. So,
1: over a span of a few years, I don't think Ertz could be there.
0: No, I mean, no, I, I, I think
1: so. I think one season. I think maybe Ertz could pass him in one season, but I think over like three, four years, Kelsey's
0: the guy. Yeah. You're talking about a I mean, guy like, that like could have a lucky season. Like not
1: it's not even a lucky season. Ertz is a very good very good tight end. So, I don't want to dog on him, but they're pretty it, comparable but Kelsey's going to be the the top dog on that.
0: Yeah, and Kelsey with Smith even and like 14 and 15, he had 800 yards, close to 900 yards, and then you go 2016, 16, 17, 18, he's uh 1000, 1100 and 1300 yards. I mean, he's just Seems going like he's up. been getting
1: better every year, yeah.
0: Exactly, and and having Mahomes over there, he's he's only going to stay, I'm pretty sure, at the 100 reception mark, which is fantastic. It's, it's like having another uh, wide receiver on your team. It's like a wide receiver two, wide receiver one, so um, having Kelsey is that one up, but you're going to have to pay the premium if you want to uh, go with Kelsey. You're paying, uh, let me see where he's Where's going, he I'm, going probably, I'm probably thinking the second. I'm guessing uh, late
1: second, early, th- or I'm guessing third.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's the early round. second, so... Early second, early to mid second round, he's going. He's he's almost at the uh, Gronkowski Ooh. price tag. <laughs> oh man! So I mean, to all the people out there for our strategy, mm. and we can kind of go over it real quick. Our strategy for tight end is, if you're not going to get a deal on either Kelsey Ertz or maybe Kittle, um, it's almost best to just punt to like the later rounds and get your get your tight end around like if you're not taking them in the sixth or seventh round. Which is kind of where the middle middle tier is going. Uh, then you're going to be waiting until probably like the 13th, 12th, I'm, eh, right around. I'll th- be
1: looking. I'll be looking at the the four through nine, four through ten guys. You know, and like probably starting around six. I'll give. I'll give a look. See yeah. what kind of values there. Other than that, once those guys, because usually it's it's a it's a run of tight ends. Once someone takes one of those,
0: yeah, it uh, always
1: is those and, guys, and everyone takes them. And that's where I'm just going to go in a different direction. I'm just going to go running back yep. or wide receiver. Um, once around usually, 10 comes, you know, I'll go for yeah. that sleeper guy. Like it, I hit usually, on Evan Ingram two years ago. Uh, last year, I hit on Kittle because he was going real late because of that knee injury he had.
0: Yeah, it usually, usually when a you're in a row here you're, I can hit. you're going through your drafts, you always have those people that want to fill out their team first, and then that's where usually tight ends that's, go. Because uh, by it's by like, the way,
1: that's terrible fantasy. Do not yeah. fill your teams out. Do not. That, that's yeah, horrible. Uh, if you want to take – if if your roster has four running backs, four wide receivers on it, you're not doing it wrong. You're not. You're, you're you'll be fine. Like, don't be that guy that by the end of what round ten has a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, uh, flex, a kicker, and a defense. Like that's that's so bad. Don't yeah. be that guy.
0: And, and you see those guys that are gra- drafting their tight end after like round five because they already got their three wide receivers, two running backs, and then all of a sudden they're drafting their tight end, thinking they need that tight end right there. And that's why yep. they all go right around, like you're looking at the uh, draft position, right around the sixth round, sixth and seventh is where all those middle tier go. Because I guarantee you that's where people are like, okay, I have my three wide receivers, my two running backs, now I'm going to drop my tight end. And it's just terrible. And, and it's good for Unless us. Unless there's major value
1: in, there, go ahead. But yeah, it's good for everybody else because you're just taking a player that no one else is going to take right there.
0: Yeah, say you're sitting there and you're at the end of like the uh, sixth sixth round, all of a sudden like three or four people in front of you take tight ends you're sitting there with whatever wide receiver running back just dropped to you. So you're getting a deal on a running back or wide receiver right there because of the amount of tight ends that just got swiped off the board. And that's good because take a tight end late, like we said, from round six all the way to your end of your round 20. I mean, you can get you can get Ryan's boy TJ. Uh, TJ! At, like, he's going uh, round 11. So,
1: Well, that's where I'll be
0: getting him. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably get him at like... You'll probably have to drop him at, like, 10 because I'll, I'll grab him at 10. Nah, <laughs> Just the
1: <despite>. uh, That's <laughs> bullshit, man.
0: That's a, <laughs> you would. People do that to me, man. That's a Tony People snag do. right there. That's a Tony snag. Uh, uh, somebody okay. will
1: probably uh, snag him from me. Well, then I'll go in a different <laughs> direction, I guess. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, let's switch back to uh, number two. Uh, it's obvious. It's Zach Ertz. Talk about a guy that is getting the receptions. Um, he had about 10 more receptions than Kelsey last year. And he's just a machine. He He's that kind of a uh, quick cut, um, getting a lot of targets. And with Wentz as the only quarterback there, I see him just having another great year. He's he's a safe pick. Um, he's also going, let me check here. He's also going, he, so he's in the beginning of the third. So Kelsey beginning of second, Ertz beginning of third. So you're getting a one round discount to draft Ertz. And I think that's a good discount. I would, t- I'd, rather take Ertz over kelsey if i was forced to but um, where'd you say Ertz was going he's uh beginning of the third Uh, way too way too early for a tight end so Uh,
1: yeah it's (laughs) it's a steep price i mean they're gonna produce so maybe it's not maybe it's not a steep price i mean they're probably ranked like if that's where they're going that's where they're going it's not a terrible thing it's just
0: not in my strategy yeah, and you're talking about the Eagles that We're not saying don't,
1: it's a bad pick. I don't want to say that. It's not a bad pick cuz Gronkowski was going in the first round for years and he was getting he was getting taken there every year.
0: Yeah. kind of you know
1: saying it's a bad pick. It's just I mean for me personally my strategy I for me it's a bad pick, I think. But I mean he's not a bad pick in general.
0: Yeah, you're you're getting a um you're getting a number 1 at the tight end position when when it, there's a steep drop off, drop off after pretty much the first two guys, if not the first three guys, and then you're kind of hoping for the matchups, hoping for a big game, but you also have that risk when you when you draft a Kelsey or Ertz, and possibly Kittle, you you kind of mitigate the risk by taking him at a premium price. So, and and Ertz on the team leads in targets, leads in receptions, leads in yards. And you don't really have many wide receivers there that are going to produce. They just got um, uh, Deshaun Jackson. They got Alshon Jeffrey. Um, Agler still there. So it it's just a bunch of wide receivers that are going to be around that six like to eight hundred yards. It. They, I, I, they I still was, drafted
1: another running back too. Then they have they have a whole bunch of guys on offense. It's just they need a couple footballs over there. Honestly.
0: Yeah. So Ertz, great pickup. Uh, he's going to be a great tight end. Uh, moving on to our number three, George Kittle. Talk about a guy that just popped onto the scene. He was a he was kind of a waiver wire pickup in most leagues. Uh right around that uh early early It's mid Only because waiver. he was
1: hurt, though. Literally. That's literally yeah. the
0: only reason, because of that injury.
1: But one league I did get him on the free agent wire after the draft. So that helped. I also yeah. drafted him in a couple.
0: And and talk about uh close to fourteen hundred yards on eighty eight receptions. Talk about air yards because You look at 88 receptions and almost 1,400 yards, and then you go over to Ertz, 116 receptions, literally 36 more uh, receptions, and he had almost 1,200 yards. So close to 200 yards less, but then he had uh, 30 more receptions, 36 more receptions. So talk about a, a PPR. That's why Ertz, he's just getting a point for each of those receptions, and that's where you get that one up on uh kittle but it's fairly even i forget what their uh what their rankings were uh points wise at the end of the season but it had to have been pretty close
1: yeah i, would, I think uh, yeah i'm not gonna i don't know i won't throw anything out there unless i have concrete evidence but yeah. I, I know they're all close
0: but when you're um when you're comparing the two as well i mean who who else is there for a wide receiver is it pettis
1: next yeah, to Kittle? Um, you know
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, good, Goodwin, Goodwin's uh, not anything to uh, no write home too about.
1: Special, honestly, deep threat guy.
0: Uh, and and Garoppolo, we haven't seen Garoppolo play a pretty solid game yet. I mean, he, he's a good quarterback at the end of the season uh, two years ago, and I I hope to see him more this upcoming year with Kittle. We don't know how that's going to be. That's kind of an up in the air thing, but you would expect it to be a better quarterback play and Kittle already had a fantastic season, Kittle could be a surprise. And looking at where he's going, Kittle, he's at the early, about mid-third round. So, I mean, that's a hefty price for someone that's...
1: Yeah, with a new quarterback. Like, not a new quarterback, but what's the rapport with them two, you know what I mean? Exactly. It could be kind of dicey. It might be a little bit of a question mark, and... Honestly a tight end with a little bit of a question mark in the third round that's that's tough. His talent's not questionable it's just you never know. Maybe Garoppolo and him don't click and then
0: Yeah. Uh, and then you have the opposite know, maybe they do click and you oh, got for sure. another he could be could
1: be better. He he could he could finish one two. You know. I mean I one two or three. So uh There's the flip side for sure.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting, and as the season gets closer and closer, we get a little bit more of these connections through the uh, offseason going into the preseason. So we'll keep an eye on a lot of these tight ends. Um, Going to number four uh, is the first time me and Ryan uh, differed on our rankings, so our consensus is going to be O.J. Howard. Um, Talk about an athletic tight end that you love to see be the only tight end on the field and healthy. He's a beast. He's a beast. Cameron Brait was really good two years ago. And he's kind of a threat, but OJ is just such a a freak when it comes to his athleticism that I just see OJ Howard being very good, especially this year. Um, you have Jameis Winston as the starting quarterback throughout the entire season, and you just lost your deep threat with uh, Jackson. You have Evans, of course, and Godwin, but then the, I think OJ turns into that kind of third wide receiver, um, possibly sharing with Godwin, I, I see him getting a lot of, uh, a lot of looks. So Howard's
1: another, another guy. He could definitely like, I would, if he were to finish number one, I wouldn't be like crazy surprised. I would be surprised, but not like, Oh my God, that came out of nowhere. He's just that talented. Yeah. Yeah. But with the weaponry around him, that's going to be hard for him to like finish as number one.
0: Yeah. And, and OJ is going at the uh, beginning of the sixth round right now. Okay, see
1: now that's that's more doable right there. I I, yeah. could, I could draft him with that.
0: I mean you're talking about my fourth rank tight end and I can get him at the beginning of the sixth round where pretty much uh-huh. everyone else is going. I'd take I'd take Howard over a lot of guys, so um that might be a, a time where I take a look at tight end and I'd take a look at OJ. So um moving on to then our consensus number five it's going to be Evan Ingram uh, let me know why you're excited about Evan Ingram Ryan actually you have him lower than I do what, but
1: okay I, I mean I'm still excited about him so here's here's what it is so last year he didn't do that well he was injured Um Odell was there um if he plays like he did his rookie season I want him like that he was his he was the only target though there and he he dominated his rookie year and he was a nice find. If anyone drafted him, you're getting him past the twelfth round for sure in every league, if not on the wire. Um, so he, you capitalized on that. I know I, I did. And so if and- he plays like that, he has a lot of potential. He's really fast. He's not. He's like I, like I call him. I don't call him like a tight end, even though he's listed as a tight end. He's more of a slot receiver, which is good to have in fantasy football. That's what you want. So.
0: Yeah, and they just lost Odell, but then they picked up Golden Tate. So Golden Tate's yeah. kind of that slot receiver
1: He's going to get a lot of numbers. Everyone's going to be sleeping on him, I feel.
0: Yeah, I mean, he got paid. He got paid for a reason, and Eli he probably can only throw <laughs> 10 yards now. Um, so yeah, that's
1: why Barkley's going to be even better.
0: <laughs> Barkley's going to be eating.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is.
0: So Evan Ingram, question mark, is the, tie to, or the quarterback play um, missing that big threat that's going to peeled uh, defenders away um, I'm not sure Evan Ingram's kind of a um, toss-up again it's it's hard to say with Eli getting a little bit older uh, Jones maybe being the quarterback during the season uh, Giants are probably not going to be that um, good of a team and no, you,
1: definitely not
0: and you might just have another Evan Ingram season like you did last year and kind of just be humming and hawing about it. I, I have him ranked high. I might want to move him down after I talk about him more, because I'm not as excited about Evan Ingram as I am with a few other people that are on this list. So I like where Ryan's kind of got him at number seven, and uh, I also want Ryan to tell me about this number six that we have. He has him at four, and I have him at eight. Uh, we're talking about the mysterious Hunter Henry. Uh, what do you think so, about Hunter Henry?
1: Uh, I like him a lot. Philip Rivers <laughs> loves his tight ends. And how long... Antonio Gates has gotta be gone. Is this guy gone yet? Like he's there's no reason for him to be out there. He's just taking reps from my boy. Like Henry's Henry's the guy. Um if you're not taking Henry, take TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> I, I'm really high on Hawkinson. I know a lot of people will laugh at it. I actually on my rankings I have him at nine. Tyler laughed at that. Just just keep an eye on the name. Remember the name. I, yeah. I just feel he's gonna be that guy. He's gonna be the guy to have at tight end. Like he'll be really sneaky. So I'm going to target him late in the
0: draft, but uh,
1: I'm really high on Hunter Henry and Tyler. If you could tell me where he is going in drafts
0: right now, yeah, I'd actually be curious because uh, he had no stats last year. Hunter Henry is uh, end of the sixth round right now.
1: Dang man, see that might be tough. I I wanted to get him as like a value. Now if he slips like round eight, which is very possible in any drafts, I'm probably taking him. Okay and then later in the draft like i'll back him up with hawkinson and hopefully one of them hit
0: cuz yeah, hawkinson you take, you take is a chance be, on him what, 12th round
1: 13th round maybe later yeah I yeah mean,
0: 11 he's at 11 right now okay early 11
1: so i can see him falling a few rounds and maybe i'll I, it's i don't want to take two tight ends but if i'm going to take two sneak like they're not guaranteed hits maybe it's yeah. smart to do that and then hopefully early early season one of them breaks out so you can trade or release the other one
0: yeah, and you're looking at Hunter Henry, his uh, freshman and sophomore season. Um, played 10 games, 13 games. Uh, he hovers right around the 500 to 600 yards in those games with uh, uh, nine yards a target. Um, he's a good tight end, and it, I guess it's someone that we haven't seen since, uh, for so a whole season forgot now. about him, though. That's you thing. forget about him. He's got a good quarterback throwing to him, and I guess we'll have to wait and see how he progresses in uh, the preseason, how they use him and then that'll make uh, for a better idea of where we're going to draft him at. So Hunter Henry got him at six. I kind of like that, just average, and then we'll keep an eye on him. Moving on to our seven, uh, Eric Ebron. Eric, touchdown Ebron. Uh, Talk about a guy that his (laughs) touchdown to reception average is absolutely insane. And how many touchdowns did he end with 13 13 touchdowns a whole bunch a whole bunch and that's Holy. what helped him
1: be fantasy relevant because without them touchdowns uh, he's goodness. mediocre at best i feel
0: he would have been a nobody pretty much he, yeah, he had exactly. 66 receptions on 700 yards um i could see him maybe at like four touchdowns as like a normal tight end and you're kind of down in the range of like in joku so Ebron, if he – I don't know. Maybe he can continue to get those type of uh, red zone targets, uh, even though they just signed a, um, a big body wide receiver. Was it what it um, – I'm blanking on who they just drafted, but uh, he'll also – They got um from Carolina. Funches? Yeah, Funches.
1: They signed okay. Funches.
0: So he's a red zone guy. He could take some away. So Ebron, some people have him high. Some people have him extremely low. I'm uh, probably staying away from. I don't know.
1: It's hard to say. Like I said, it depends on where he goes. But if he falls where's he going?
0: Um, Seven, you're looking eight, at. Probably? Oh God! You're looking at Ebron at right. the end of the fifth. What? Yeah, people people are <laughs> yeah, riding high. They're <laughs> riding dirty stay. on Ebron. Hope it stays that way. Holy cow! Yeah, someone take Ebron. I mean, just I'm not chill. taking
1: him. No, no, no,
0: sir. So I guess we'll take a look at uh, Eric Ebron as the. Uh, preseason comes in I guess I could say that for everybody as the preseason gets closer there's a lot of people on here that tight ends are just such a toss-up so moving on to another that fits that mold perfectly number eight Jared Cook and Jared Cook is kind of the hype getting traded over to uh New Orleans after a pretty good season a number one like a top tight end season for uh the Raiders so um him in New Orleans I know he's been testing the waters uh Everywhere he's been in Green Bay, been in St. Louis. So, what do you think, Ryan?
1: I like it. I mean, who do, who's throwing the ball? Drew Brees. Exactly. And he's ha- like he hasn't used tight ends as a as of late. I mean, he had Ben Watson, but yeah, and Watson he, really he was, was nothing, well, yeah, wasn't was, anything special. But he no. had, he had a couple of good games. Now Drew Brees with an ath- athletic tight end. I mean, you got to think of when he had Jimmy Graham. Now, I'm not comparing Jimmy Graham and Jared Cook here, like. No, like that's no. that's I mean, that's not who Jared Cook is, but he's athletic. Yeah, so
0: I, I could see him. He's more athletic than Watson.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. Sh- oh, for sure. <laughs> like, that's not even a question. Uh I, I feel Jared Cook has potential to finish. He, he could have a, a pretty good big year. And I don't have it in front of me where all these guys are supposedly going. So this is another guy I'm going to ask you where he's going.
0: Jared Cook's going at the beginning of the seventh round. And See?
1: Now, that is, that's okay realistic. That. that's realistic.
0: That's realistic. I'm going to put his name in
1: green right now, and it's going to be a guy I'm going to have my eye on for yeah. the seventh round, and if he does fall, that's I'll definitely be on him. If he's there in the eighth round and I need a tight end, I'm probably taking Jared Cook just because the upside is there, and I feel like his floor is still going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah, I, I could agree with that. And you look at New There's Orleans. There's not many options
1: on the receiving side of that ball, though. You got Michael Thomas and Elvin Kamara. Like, who else? Trey yeah. Smith
0: Smith? That, that's what I was just about to things, say. Their wide receiver core behind they didn't that, add anybody. Drew Brees, they're,
1: they're trying to make it to the Super Bowl, man. Like, they got screwed last year. Mm-hmm. The year before that, they got very unlucky with that horrible play call that worked out with Diggs taken to the house and terrible tackling. So that's two years in a row where just fluky stuff happened to them. And uh, it's a veteran presence, and I feel like Drew Brees is nearing the end of his career. So why wouldn't he trust him? You know what I mean? So it's just a it's just a guy to keep an eye on. Um, I, I could I could actually see his
0: draft stock rising just because I think
1: there's going to be a lot of good things coming out of camp about his name, and that's just going to jump him up probably a whole round.
0: Yeah, they're going to talk highly of him. Um, he's pretty much the only tight end there that's worth taking a look at, so it makes him more uh, desirable as a tight end out of New Orleans, going all the way in close to the eighth round. So seventh, eighth round, I would I would be very happy with taking Jared Cook just because the upside's there. You you want an upside guy, and when you take a look around, it's like I look at like Evan Ingram, possible upside, but not as much as Jared Cook. I don't I don't know I don't think so. And look at guys that like David and Joku and Vance McDonald. It, I don't know. So, let's get on to Vance McDonald at number 9. And I guess talking about Vance McDonald being on another high-powered offense. He he gets the looks.
1: Just another veteran presence, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Rufusburger is going to go to him.
0: And and they ride with their tight ends, especially if you're missing um Antonio I just Brown. I saw some yeah? stiff
1: arm people like every game. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs>
0: He he was the third uh third best wide receiver on the team um after Brown and uh Juju and with Brown gone and all those targets vacated I mean you can see some going to Connor, some going to McDonald and then whoever comes up as the number 2 wide receiver but I don't know I see a bump in McDonald he might be something that I would love to target. Let me see where he's going. He's going in the 7th end of the 7th round. Okay, uh, another
1: not terrible.
0: And I could see him even being pushed to like 8 or 9 on uh even back to 10 on good uh drafts because when you're drafting with people that actually know what they're doing all these numbers just drop because people aren't drafting these tight ends anywhere close to six through ten i'm pretty sure everyone passed like goes past ten pretty much so vance mcdonald great quarterback throwing him the ball just got uh, a it's a, a got to keep
1: an eye on again i mean I, I just feel he could be a value tight end
0: yep so keep your eye on him number nine and then we're going into our number ten um, Ryan doesn't have him on his top 10. So we'll talk no. about both David and Joku. And then we'll also talk about TJ Hawkinson. Um, on oh my, my list, God, you mentioned his name. I, there we go. Finally, <laughs> I have David and Joku. He's going to be an interesting play. He wasn't that good last year. He was kind of a mediocre, never, you pretty much put him in your lineup and never enjoyed having him there. But I feel like with the addition of these new tools that the, uh, Browns get to use, that Njoku could possibly get that bump up. I mean, you're, you're getting him for pretty much nothing like in the 11th round. And if he doesn't produce within like the couple of weeks, three weeks, and you don't see anything special out of him, you can drop him without worrying about anything. So yep. it, he, he's kind of one of those guys that you can kind of stash on your bench as a possible breakout and see if Baker decides to start using his tight ends a little bit more. If he does... You you got yourself a top five uh, tight end if he's starting to get targets and double covering uh, Odell and then all of a sudden it leaves Njoku open a lot more. There's
1: the, yeah, there's the chance for him to be good. I just don't trust him because of all the weapons. And last year he had his chance and he didn't. I don't feel like he capitalized on it. Like yeah, I, no, I, I was talking to Tyler before the show and the main thing that sticks out to me was he was all over all the podcasts. All over, and i, I mean, ESPN fantasy football. I don't even feel like it's credible. You know what I mean? Like, I don't—they're not a joke, but it's just like they're so bland. And they had him in the, also the top three for the week, like breakout tight end, and it's in Joku's time, and this and that. And luckily, my opponent had him, and he started him against me, gave him a fat goose egg. Played the whole game, zero. Yeah. And right then and there, I'm like come on man like he just got so hyped up like that and threw a goose egg down as supposedly a tight end elite tight end one and like you know what i mean like no yeah I, so that right there it you, has it's left a sour taste in my you mouth you know who else though, though i didn't yeah
0: who, who else had know. that huge um uh bump up was uh trey burton remember when trey burton was like the next george kittle he was supposed to be like the next big thing for tight end he was another one that was hyped up that pretty much fell off the rails and yep. now he's ranked way down in like oh, close to fifteen. So um, Trey Burton, kind of in that same Trey area. Trey Burton Njoku. Just fell, man. It,
1: I, honestly, where's he going? Where's Trey Burton going? Because it's a oh guy that I would, goodness. I'm going to look for. Honestly, I might take Trey it down Burton
0: on. is in uh, thirteen round. That 13. Is, okay?
1: That's what I like. <laughs> I like grabbing the tight ends there, and I think for the Bears to be successful. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't don't even.
1: No no no. He he needs to play well. Like they're gonna go to Burton a lot more. They have to. And Gase is going to scheme him. They have to. It's gonna be him and Cohen and I mean they have Allen Robinson, but can you count on him? Dude's been hurt his whole career. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think Trey Burton. There's no way he can do worse than he did last year. Well, the okay, quarterback it's... play was terrible last year, and that has to improve. Quarterback play has to improve for the Bears to be successful. Like it ha-
0: has to. I I agree, and that's kind of how I felt last year too. And Trey Burton was a free agent, so I, I don't know. I well, guess he, he if got he, paid big money though. He was one of yeah. the
1: top tight ends. No, oh, I he was that one of the top paid. tight ends
0: though. And I had him on my team. I was one that drafted him and ended up either trading. I traded for him from you. And which, which yep. would end up being a good trade at the time because I got him for free, but I don't know. He, he's someone to keep an eye out with. You got Greg it's all Olson. About how
1: much do you trust Trubisky, though? Like, seriously, the guy yeah.
0: he, he not really he had some prove anything games. last
1: year. He, I mean, he had some good games. He, he had some huge fantasy games, but then it was because of his wheels, though. Like, I don't feel like his, his arm is just – Yeah, his arm has to improve for the Bears to be successful, in my opinion. It just has to take a big leap this year.
0: Yeah, and I don't see. Him and if it as does, some, like, Trey Burton's going
1: to benefit big time, big time from that. So it's a guy in the thirteenth round. That's all day.
0: Yeah, pretty much for free. I, I. It's true. You you got these guys that are going thirteen through fifteen. You got um, Trey Burton. You got Rudolph. You got Olsen, Greg Olson. Um, you got Jason Witten, Ryan. You can draft him in the fifteenth round. I'm not. <laughs> n- I don't know. <laughs> got uh I your. T- even- Let's end with you talking about TJ Hawkinson. My boy, TJ,
1: the Lions did not take him in the top ten not to use this guy in all situations. I'm telling you, he's he's going to be implemented early in the offense. Matt Stafford, I mean, all the players work out and stuff like that, and they say they're in the best shape, but Matt Stafford, I trust him. He says he's (laughs) in the best shape of his career. I have big – you know, my expectations for the Lions this year are good. They're big. They're real big, I think. They're better than what they played last year. Patricia is going to have this team ready this time. I mean, last year was a test run. He needed to see what was going on. He knows who he has. He gave his boy Flowers that played under him in New England a huge contract, so that better work out. I'm going to be pretty pissed off. (laughs) But um, I feel like just drafting him, what, seventh overall? Like, he was top ten. They drafted him in the top ten. So, Hawkinson, he's their guy. They needed edge rushers. They needed everything on defense. And Patricia's a defensive guy. Unless he literally had no say in this pick,
0: yeah. that's the
1: only way Hawkinson could be bad. And that obviously that kind of news hasn't been released, and I don't think it ever will be. But he's a defensive guy. There was plenty of defensive players on the board right there that could change the identity of the Detroit's defense. You know what I mean? And they took a tight end. What does that say? If, if they don't use him, I'm literally I, I i'm wearing the i'm wearing the damn paper bag over my head. <laughs> like the old lions fans forever but <laughs> like it's every sunday i'll wear it
0: and i guess it's it's true that you draft him that early and maybe you're like looking to form him into your future tight end but lions are still in rebuild mode and
1: no yeah, 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 chill it's not necessarily rebuild mode it's <laughs> it's a feel out mode all right they're gonna be good this year Okay. And NFC North is tough. This year, is going to be really tough.
0: It is. It is. There's a lot of good teams in FC North and um, a lot of teams that could come out on top. I mean, the Lions are good. They're No, I shouldn't say good. Okay, well, well I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Lions are okay. <laughs> and they could win if they have a good day. They have good day. be pretty good. That's a th- so, I guess it's something to keep your eye out for. And as, as the preseason comes up, we'll keep an eye on Hawkinson and see. I mean, they're going to be hyping him up probably in the press and talking about how they love him, and they're going to be using him more. I guess we'll just have to see. Ryan, you can draft him in the 13th round. and I'm going to try to. And test it out. So so that was our top 10. Uh, Ryan, you want to read off our top 10 consensus uh, just for top everyone listening? Top 10
1: consensus. Yes, sir, I got you. It's going to be Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, Kittle, Howard, Ingram, Henry, Ebron, Cook, McDonald, and Njoku. Now. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, yeah. don't like seeing Njoku in there. The guy's talented, like he's very talented, but uh I would just like to see Hawkinson there. Like just being realistic, I would love to see Hawkinson have ten right there. But he didn't make it. He didn't make the cut. Um hey. Tyler, I'm willing to bet you that Hawkinson finishes better
0: than Njoku this year. There's uh, uh maybe we can talk I, about it on un, the next Unfortunately, show. I, don't think think put, <laughs> I don't want to put I don't want to put any of my chips on Njoku. <laughs> let me find right, let me find things. someone else. And I'll okay. uh and I'll we bet can come up it. with
1: something. I mean, you can take a of even I, really high on him, and I could do a Vance versus. Off
0: me, um, Hawkinson, See, I don't Take take my Steeler man versus your I, Detroit I, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's too
1: dangerous. I mean, McDonald's already. I feel like they can be yeah. the same type of player. So.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay, okay.
1: I mean, it's not I a bad. It's not a bad comparison. I mean, Hawkinson's definitely gonna have a better career, but like a play style. Maybe maybe McDonald a little, a little bit. Right. maybe not that crazy stiff arm something else.
0: But. All right, let me hit you with these questions now. We're gonna jump. That was our top questions. ten. All right. I got three questions for you. We can go through them pretty quick. Um, don't have to give too much on them because we just talked about our running backs, but I just kind of wanted to touch on a few running back. Who would you rather have? Um, going into the 2019 draft, would you rather have Josh Jacobs or Devontae Freeman?
1: Devonta Freeman. And I just feel that's real easy. I'm taking Freeman. Okay.
0: There, it's, I, it I seems just, to I it,
1: don't trust Jacobs, man. He,
0: Devontae it, Freeman, if healthy, dominant. Uh, I, even with his injury concerns, I'm taking him. Nice. Okay. I was going to take Devontae Freeman also just because Josh Jacobs is not a uh, – we haven't seen much out of him. Of course, he's a rookie, and he's going to a team that is in rebuild mode. Compared to a high tempo offense with nobody behind Devontae Freeman, if Freeman stays healthy, I see him just dominating and being a top ten running back. So, yep. moving on to our next one, who would you rather have? Another rookie here. We got David Montgomery or on Johnson. Oh man! And I mean this—this this should be a pretty easy one too. I would take Carryon, and um, you got to Dave- take carry on but Montgomery is though he it could pass impossible him.
1: Impossible for Montgomery to finish better than on No. So, it's, it's very possible, but you got to go with – I feel like you got to go carry on here no matter what. I mean, that's my boy too, like Lions players. I love the Lions. So, I'm I'm not necessarily biased maybe on the Hawkinson pick just because I think deep down I don't want it to be another bust of a pick for Detroit
0: because I yeah. could have
1: went defense right there and actually got a stud. So, and- that, that maybe is making me lean Hawkinson with all that stuff. But uh, just like being realistic. You got to take carry on Johnson right there.
0: Yeah. You, you've seen it from carry on. He's, he's a great talent coming onto the team when he was drafted. He was a great, he, he talent. can run,
1: he can catch. He, he's electric uh, Montgomery. I, I feel like he's just going to jump right into the role of, of Howard over there. Of what he had. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if the guy has, I mean, he probably has a little bit better hands than Howard, but he's going to be used as the bruiser. I feel. And they're not just going to not throw to Cohen. You know what I mean? They're going to throw it to Cohen and he's going to be the recipient of all the, the dump offs and the receptions out of the backfield. Yep. Montgomery probably, why well, like under 20, under 20 catches on the year. Where.
0: Carry on could be double. That. Or carry
1: on, definitely. I mean, 50 plus. Very possible. So. And I think that's I where think it you wins. you've got to go with that. Uh, CJ Anderson's not. I mean, he's going to get his. The, the combo of CJ Anderson and Carry on Johnson is going to be. I'm actually excited for it. Yeah. Um, it, it even helps because Carry on. I mean, last year he proved that he wasn't as durable. Uh, durable. So I, I know that's his main focus this off season. I mean, that's what he came out and said. He's he's working out and trying to get more durable, and he wants to be the the lead dog and stuff like that. But yeah, and down the road, definitely potential to do so, and maybe even after this season here, once uh, CJ goes, if he has a mediocre year or whatever, I mean, they could hand the full reins to Carryon Johnson if he proves to be durable so yeah and, I, and it's the nice same have... pick right there and the boom pick is still carry on johnson it's that's where you gotta go
0: yeah and it's nice to have cj um ready to crack heads with the defense and then you yep. have carry on him who's ball more can run in,
1: knock down some pins and then give it to carry yeah. on and there he goes takes exactly. 70 you know
0: and mean? then dave montgomery <laughs> he is exciting that's why we're comparing him and if you can pick him up later in the draft we'll 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 take a look at where he's going, but like, like Ryan was saying, going is the pass catcher in a PPR league, you want to get that person that's going to get a lot of uh, receptions, plus have the carries, and I think Kerryon Johnson just fits that mold, um, David Montgomery came out, I think he was like a, uh, not the fastest guy, he was like a 4'6", and, uh, I don't know, Johnson Johnson's going to be a, uh, a good running back if he stays healthy. So just like uh Devontae Freeman, if they stay healthy, they're gonna be way better than who they're going up against. So uh moving on, last one. Uh oh, I uh I got a double here, so I just had the uh Devontae yeah. Freeman one up. So we will uh we'll end it with those two running back ones and We can be done with the show. I'm trying to see if I can find that last question I had. I um, it might have been a rank your top five tight ends PPR format, and we just did that for our top ten. Yep. So um, everyone that listened, I'm, yeah. I'm that-
1: pretty excited. You know the name that does stand out? I know we mentioned him last week. I'm uh, really looking at O.J. Howard, man. I, I think if he stays healthy, he could be the next big thing at tight end. Yeah. just it just I just keep looking at the name, and I'm like, man, I just have a feeling about him. I just have a <laughs> feeling this is the year. So it's a guy to keep an eye on for sure. Dude's an athletic freak and sounds like where he's getting drafted as of now is not terrible.
0: Yeah, we might be pumping him up throughout the rest of the offseason into the preseason. So he might be one of our, my guys for tight end. But okay, that'll do it for the rest of the episode. Then Uh, make sure, like we said in the beginning of the episode to uh, follow us, whatever you're listening to us on, make sure you go in there. Pretty much everything has a subscribe. Everything has a uh, rate and comment. Um whatever you're on, I know that we definitely want to push up our iTunes and our iTunes podcast through Apple. So if you are able to go on there and just give us a comment and like, if you're listening on a different one like Stitcher, YouTube, um the TuneIn, Pocket Cast, everything like that, um if you're able to just jump over to iTunes and just uh uh one up us plus us cuz I know a lot of people listen on iTunes and if we're able to get our community going um on iTunes, then we'll be able to spread out to everybody else and we'll We'll be able to spread our wings as this podcast gets bigger, websites, discords. Um, we'll definitely go the whole nine yards if we uh, get a following for us and answering questions and going through pretty much anybody that wants to talk to us. Uh, we're open. So um, make sure you follow no, and listen yeah, in. Sure. And then, uh, Ryan, go ahead. and.
1: Uh, I got another thing for you. I mean... It's pretty hard to make uh, a tight ends ranking thing very exciting. So <laughs> bear with us on this one. I know it's not the most spicy thing. It's not the running backs, not the receivers, but we do have to cover it. Um, we're not going to cover kickers, so don't worry about it, guys. Uh, that, that's something I'm, I'm actually looking to remove from the league. I'm going to put it up for vote. <laughs> I'd rather uh, just go without kickers, honestly. And I think it might be a new way new way to go. Just like back in the day, it was not, it was just standard format. And then also someone came up with PPR. So, uh, why not, uh, start the movement and no kickers.
0: And next week, uh, I already, Ryan doesn't know, but I already have an exciting, uh, exciting, uh, episode scheduled. We're going to do a, uh, uh, mock draft. We're going to do our first fantasy oh, mock man. draft. Um, yeah. I'm debating whether <laughs> me and him will have our separate teams or we'll draft as one team. And, uh, go from there so you'll kind of get our idea maybe we'll do two separate type of um, draft strategies on where we are in the draft maybe i'll be a early pick with a running back and ryan will be the later pick with a wide receiver and uh, we'll kind of just give you an idea of where we're going at for a mock draft i think that'll be exciting it'll it'll last a a long time throughout the uh, hour that we'll probably do it at next week so uh, stay tuned and uh, we appreciate you coming in and go bucks i know they lost yesterday but let's uh it was tough let's push through And the Brewers won, so that was good. And uh, go Wisconsin sports. So uh, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week.